Hi guys and welcome to the Being Alive podcast, a weird weekly podcast from Neven Weirder Boy. Thank you so, so, so much for joining us on today's episode. As usual, if you haven't already, remember to check us out at, on Instagram at the underscore being underscore alive underscore podcast. Remember that you, you can basically stream the podcast from Anchor, Spotify and iTunes. Um, so you have lots of options there. And yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram where we have like lots of polls and fun stuff and behind the scenes and a special announcement which is coming out in about a week's time so you guys might want to keep peeled um your eyes peeled for that great so um as usual i'm not joined um i'm not alone i'm joined by two guest co-hosts this week we have jamie and tess hi guys hi hi all right the unison um great so this week <laughs> we're talking about um confidence and anxiety we're talking about um young people's ideas and um how you know people develop confidence what is confidence um talking about um anxiety a bit about mental health culture and all that fun stuff so first off right off the bat i just want to um, pick your brains on this what would you describe confidence as being Jamie, do you want to go first? No, you can go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, right off the bat, if someone says, um, if someone mentions the word confidence, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? Let me just, I would say, I would say, right, that confidence is when you can look in the mirror and you're just happy with what you're seeing. Or like, you, you know how when you, you kind of give yourself a little, um, what is it called? You give yourself like you hype yourself pep up talk. when you look at yourself yeah pep talk. there we go when you look <laughs> in the mirror and you, you know what i'm happy with what i'm seeing or you see like a piece of work that you've presented and you're like you know what i'm happy with that like just n- not looking for the flaws cool cool jamie um i believe that it's like the feeling of belief that one can have faith. Girl, you're reading the dictionary definition because that's what I have written down here. Someone or <laughs> that's something. what I have written down here. Don't you worry. I believe that. <laughs> that's what I have written down here. I just, I just believe that it's about believing in yourself and being true to your yourself and knowing yourself. I guess. Like, and and be I don't know. I'm not really sure. Hmm. Okay. So I, I know that I have it. Oh, literally, you're probably like one of <laughs> the most confident people I think I've ever met. Um, really? Most people I know would say that too. So. Oh my days. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So Jamie. Um decided to google it but the definition for confidence is defined as a feeling or belief that one can have faith in someone or something so this idea that you know like tested earlier you're confident in yourself or you're confident in something that that thing has the ability to do well or you're like in a like space mentally or physically where you're happy and comfortable and trust in something so we did something um this morning no this afternoon um, a couple hours before we filmed this episode and we asked um our instagram followers um and we asked them whether we they thought you were born with confidence or it's something that you develop um these numbers are probably going to be wrong after you finish recording this i'll probably check them but um as of like 10 minutes ago 56 percent of them said you were born with confidence whilst 46 percent of them thought that, that confidence is something that you develop mm-hmm. so right off the bat 
I mean, those numbers kept changing. So I remember um, about an hour ago, it was like, what, 73% thought that you develop confidence. Like those numbers kept changing as the time went on. So just to pick your brains on that, do you think that people have confidence from day one when they like come out of the womb or it's something that you have to develop through like life experiences or opportunities or, you know, things like that? Um, Is that a question for us? Oh well, yes, most probably, most probably, oh, yes. I, I'm just asking, just to make sure, I thought you were just speaking to the viewers, you know. No, this is But um, anyways, okay, sorry. Um, I believe that you build confidence because no one's really born with confidence and it takes, like, it takes a lot to start walking and start talking and stuff like that, so... I believe that you build it like it doesn't just come straight straight to you but see i had this argument with a friend of mine like literally before we filmed this and like he said that and i went actually but then you meet people who tend to be you know much more confident than the majority of people that you meet yeah Mm. i think it's also like based around the people that you surround yourself with because if you're surrounding yourself with people that are like very confident and they're always boosting you up then I guess that will kind of have a positive effect on you but if you're surrounding yourself with people that are like less confident and they're not really like they don't really speak out and that kind of thing it kind of has an effect on you Mm. yeah yeah for sure because I think so this is this is something that um let's see if I can find out my notes but it was so another reason no let me retract my statement because i'm not speaking sense so like literally going back to the thing about environment um as i was doing reading and research for this episode something that popped up that popped up is that lots of the time people and something that we also talk about in this episode is this idea of someone losing confidence and i also feel like you know you can gain and lose lose as much confidence based on who you surround you're surrounded with because so for instance the only thing i can talk about effectively is theater and acting and talking because that's what i have a background in um and there are times where i've met people who are like crazy like so talented like like they start singing or talking or debating or acting and you're like wow you're great but you know these are people who would have had a show or would have had an experience or a match or something that didn't go downright and because of that that has a long lasting impact on their confidence yeah um and i also feel as well that um i don't know because the whole idea about so for instance someone like jamie for example i'm using you as an example because you're the first person that came to mind um when you have not changed since you're seven oh my god when when (laughs) When, when confidence comes to mind, to me, you're one of the, like I said earlier, one of the most confident people I know. Just to pick your brain on this, do you think yeah. that you became confident because, you know, you were surrounded with people who, like, ego boosted you or whatever? Or were you... I... Or, like... I don't... Yeah, just carry on. I <laughs> or are you one of those people <laughs> who, like, naturally just have... Because I would say that you're in that second category, but like where would you place yourself i'm not sure when i was younger i'd say i was less confident like i didn't have a lot of friends in primary school and i used to well, what my my parents would say i used to get bullied like oh. i was always like the odd one out so um i don't know i've always been like 
go big or go home maybe mm. like with my personality and I feel like a lot of people misjudge me for like being overly confident like it takes a lot for me to go on stage and like sing and go and speak to people and like boss jokes and stuff like that but like I have I have I guess I have pep talks with myself about it mm. as well just before because <clears throat> I don't know I'm always just like prepared and I haven't always been like that I'm, I don't know I don't really know I just waffled a bit not gonna lie <laughs> it's fine because like something that you said that I also think is particularly interesting is that like from I don't know if you'll agree with me here but from like my like background or where I've like I've always either been like I've been um public speaking and debating for like four 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 and a half years I've been you know singing and acting like in being in school shows and all of that so you know that's as far as I'm concerned a lot of um, this is gonna sound so cliche and it's probably gonna sound like an Instagram quote but I've just always felt (laughs) very very comfortable not on stage but like yeah, you find like home, I guess. Yeah, it's it it's homey. I understand what you mean. But you know, because the things, but the thing is, a lot of the time, you know, I've had to sing or act or debate in front of a room of two hundred or whatever. Um, and the thing as well with performance as well, like, and I don't want to pick a brain on this as well. Look, and, oh, Tess as well, you dance as well, so this is a big thing. Lots of the time, some of the ner- most nervous people in the room are the people who are giving the performance or giving that speech or singing that song yeah like a lot of the time there are times where like i've been freaking out but after a while you just have to i don't know get used to hiding how nervous you are about stuff yeah definitely um so tess how would you going back to you how would you define like your you know situation with confidence would you say that you're one of those people who yes naturally look at me it's the test show or are you one of those people who <laughs> are you one of those people who like you have to develop confidence as you grew as you grew what's your confidence journey like been like um well i think from like a young age i have been very like talkative mm. um evening it was always oh yeah test talks too much which i guess my parents kind of just <laughs> do but in like family situations I would always be the one that would be like up dancing or singing or whatever I was doing but then um when it came to school like for example the dance show when I could walk out on that stage and see that everyone was watching me it kind of like it sinks mm. to yeah, your stomach I know exactly what you mean you start sweating you start shaking like you just it's crazy but then it's almost I don't know if it's the same with like singing or speaking or acting, but when I start dancing, I kind of just forget that people are watching and I just try and focus on what I'm doing. But I think seeing people around me, like for example, if I look to my left and I see someone else doing their dance and like doing it really well, it kind of like motivates me like, okay, I have to do this well, I have to do this well. And also kind of knowing, for example, in the dance show that it's only gonna happen whatever, like Mm. once a year, knowing that to perform my best kind of just yeah it just distracts me and it just makes me perform my best I guess. oh yeah for sure because you know something i don't know like like you were saying whether or not it's the same thing in acting i know lots of people find this different but for me personally i feel like i don't know for me it's a bit different so i'll give you an example so um actually this is actually very relevant 
not relevant recent so when we did <laughs> when we did <laughs> sorry i'm <laughs> laughing i'm laughing at myself like such a sad because this is so embarrassing but when we did legally blonde i remember yeah. i had to sing what's the name of that song serious there we go um and i'd sing it in oh, the yeah. show and like it got to a point where i was so sick and tired of singing it like we'd sing it in singing lessons we'd sing it with practice we'd sing it with the band we'd I, i'd sing it and block it with um teachers and the people i was acting with then there was a time i had to sing it in front of the cast like you do it so many times after a while it's like oh yeah like we'd just be in a rehearsal and our director would go yeah ivan can you go and i'm like okay fine i got to a point where it's it's, it's all good like i don't want to say i got confident but you got comfortable and then yeah. <laughs> opening night happened <laughs> and and the thing is the song is so early on in the show it's literally so like whilst everyone is on stage screaming and dancing and singing oh my god da, 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 having the best time of their lives i'm literally in a corner like dying and everyone who was yeah. on stage left if you ask them um i can't name drop because this is obviously recorded actually no i could say this tom was on episode three if you were to ask tom he'd tell you like i was having the biggest like i was literally crumbling but you know you have all of that behind the stage and whatever but then when you start dancing you start singing etc etc or acting or talking immediately you have to figure out a way to block all of that out so you know, you'd finish the show and people are like, oh my God, you're so confident. I'm like, no, you saw what happened like an hour ago. You would think that I'm mad. Um, I think something Jamie said earlier that I also want to get into um, is this idea of, um, oh, what was it? Was it the go big or go home? Yes, go big or go home. So you find this in lots of performances as well, where sometimes confidence can get mistaken for arrogance. Because yeah. um, in my mind, the definitions are very similar. So the dictionary definition of arrogance is an exaggerated sense of one's own abilities, whereas confidence is having, you know, faith and trust in yourself. Um, and, you know, I don't know. So, like, for instance, for both of you, like, you've both been singing and dancing and acting or, you know, you like you also come from the performing side of things. Um, do you feel like sometimes people mistake confidence for arrogance? yeah i definitely get that to be honest like i know quite a lot of confident people and i feel like it wears off on like that's what makes me confident i guess because as like tess is my best friend and she does dance and then i have other like really close friends who used to sing i'm not gonna name drop as you said it's not name drop Um, (laughs) (laughs) otherwise i have to edit it out okay um but yeah we we've all like grown with confidence and i've kind of just forgotten the question that you asked me um, so would you like to repeat it yeah uh, the question is tess don't laugh the question is, <laughs> <laughs> the question is um why do you think that people confuse confidence with arrogance because it's it's easy i guess like if if i'm just being confident in myself and other people lack self-confidence and that might be like an easy way to like misjudge I guess okay so you um, you as an individual yeah. you as James Sandwich have there yes. been times all right you don't have to go into too much detail but have there been times where people might have mistaken your confidence for arrogance 
Um, probably. Like they don't say it to me. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm um, I'm intimidating. But <laughs> I don't know. Like they most likely do. Intimidating. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I feel like um, people also like singers, like in Legally Blonde and like Lemons and stuff like that. Um like if they saw me singing i feel like there was like a not even it wouldn't be like jealousy it'd be like oh you're just overdoing no, it no do you know what it was like actually tess was in the room for this when we did the mic checks before opening yeah. show and jamie sang um her line in oh my god you guys literally yeah. the entire room froze and then yes. I, I didn't and then and then people were just there like oh my god what is this yeah but I think that's starting with people's own self-confidence. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like they're, they're kind of, like, for example, when Jamie did that, if someone was to say, oh, my God, like, she's doing too much, like, oh, why'd she have to be so extra? Like, it's probably just because they know that they couldn't do it. Oof. And I <laughs> yeah. that's, like, why people have to, like... To have an input. Yeah. Like, because that also damages someone else. Yeah. It's so, so stupid. Mm. I think um, for those of you listening at home, this reminds me of an episode I think you guys should check out for those of you listening at home. Episode two, Altered Realities, the episode I recorded with Sophie and May. Um, And in that episode, we were talking about how sometimes, especially like even go back to this, it's easy for people to take down somebody else because of their own insecurities. Um, And a lot of the time, I think it's easy for people to distract themselves from whatever's going on in their life um, to feel you know, to ruin somebody else's. Um, so for instance, we're talking about this idea of like Instagram comments. Um, like a lot of the time, you know, like we were, like May said this, she was like, what, like, what in your life is so bad and so sad that you have to take the time out of your day to tell me how much you don't like something about someone else's photo? Like, even if you look at it on that yeah. level, it's like, what kind of insecurity are you dealing with? You know? But the thing is, we i mean at our school at least it seems to be that no one really would comment it underneath their direct post but it doesn't it's always people in our year have like gcse nines when it comes to throwing shade it must be said oh, <sighs> like listen yeah. someone who posts something give it 20 minutes give it 20 minutes someone has something to say but then again like i don't know because i was a part of me is we do that yeah mm. because obviously you want people to grow and be comfortable in their own shoes but at the same time you don't want them to ruin somebody else's confidence and someone else's self-esteem yeah yeah i feel like um the way that you're raised is like one of the biggest things mm. because because like if someone's posting like I guess like an Instagram post of them in say a bikini or like a really short mini skirt and there's like people like more religious people who believe that you're supposed to cover up and like like not show your body too much and that's I feel like I don't know I feel like the way that you're raised has a big impact on like confidence and Mm -hmm. other people's comments on you yeah yeah um so I just want to look at something um, like slightly related to that, especially when you're saying your environment. Um, 
there's an article and i know you guys listening at home will be slightly annoyed with me because i have this annoying habit of mentioning things and saying i'll link it down below in the description and then sometimes i forget um go back to episode eight when i said i put that documentary there and i didn't i'm sorry guys but there's this article that and i'll remember to do this there's this article if not like dm us on instagram and i'll make sure someone does it um there's this article on that the youth support trust did um and they and it popped up in my research and they were talking about how um there's this idea of a confidence curve and young people um as we mature and as we grow older have a confidence journey and that confidence according to them peaks especially in pre-teens as um it's talking about stuff like reasons to do with them having very little to worry about um and they and the only again the only validation that they seek is from teachers and parents and like family members so um they grew up their confidence comes from you know a very safe tight-knit community but it, it says that as soon as people especially enter things like secondary school that goes on a massive decline because especially with yeah. confidence there's this is one thing that we also speak about in episode two and episode three um episode three someone shouts fire i say check it out we talk about social validation and a lot in that episode but um i think a huge reason for confidence as well because especially when i look at kids oh my god i should not say that in this podcast people are going to think i'm a weirdo but you know what i mean no because of because every time i say that or say that in yeah podcast, i know everyone, i know i remember, you know I remember. Everyone looks at me sideways. um <laughs> but um especially young kids are very confident we were speaking about this in episode six as well. yeah like young children will tell you how it is they're they're they, honestly they're, their only priorities are like making sure that they do this drawing or eating their snacks and drinking their apple juice like their life is so calm but when you look at teenagers and people like around our age like you see a massive confidence decline like you have people who are very confident in primary school and then enter, enter secondary school or enter like year seven and immediately there's this massive issue and this whole identity crisis and because of that people's self-esteem really go down really goes downhill yeah but I think that's also because in primary school, like, we're so, un- not unaware, but we kind of are unaware of, like, what's going on around mm. us. Like, for example, we wouldn't really, like, look at the news or be on social media. I know that I wasn't on social media until probably year seven, maybe late year six, but I doubt it. And so when you go into secondary school, it's like, especially because your primary school is obviously a lot smaller mm. than secondary school, or at least in my case. So I went from primary school where it was, you know how in primary school, the only thing that really matters is like, who can run the fastest oh, yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So it went from stuff like, oh yeah, but I'm faster than you, like to stuff like, okay, yeah, but I'm prettier than you. Like that kind of change is pretty dramatic. Like no one cared about how they looked in primary school, like at all, no one cared. And then all of a sudden you go into secondary school and that's the only thing Judgment, that you care yeah. about. Mm-hmm. There's a statistic that says that 82 in the youth support, I'm probably quoting this wrong, but in the youth support trust article, um, we were saying 82% of confidence comes from looks. And lots of people think that that's important for success. 82%. Yeah. yeah. See, I had this argument with, um, not argument, discussion with a friend of mine um and basically it's this video of this girl talking about how you know in her life she doesn't have to do anything you know she's pretty and that's what she's got going on for her um and she has confidence in that 
but you know especially looking at today's society especially looking at things as social media you people ground their confidence and especially their self-worth in what they look like which to me is just very sad because like i was having this conversation with her and i said so like touch wood guys don't think i'm a weird person but let's say this girl got hit by a car tomorrow um and she had to have an operation and she looks drastically different is that all she has to her life because she looks a type of way like if you look at that society so messed up yeah and there's um i saw this thing the other day on instagram uh, or on twitter or something and it was about um, madison beer and obviously she's like a really pretty like public figure got a lot of followers on social media and everything but everyone was just saying how she's literally got this pretty privilege so it's like she could do anything but people always be like oh yeah but she's so pretty so it doesn't matter yeah like the so many girls can look at themselves in the mirror and compare themselves to people like that which is just unrealistic and i don't know if she's had any plastic surgery or anything there was this whole thing about how everyone was saying oh yeah but she admitted to having it and now she's denying it but it's like people as young as what 11 are going on social media seeing these people being oh yeah i'm naturally like this and they're just sitting there thinking okay but why don't i look like that and it's a terrible way to live just thinking that you should look like some sorry I'm so sorry. bless you oh you really, you really had to <laughs> she had to interrupt i'm sorry i need to take a hey with a blow keep going sorry i'm so sorry no it doesn't matter it's fine it's fine don't worry about it tess what were you yeah. saying <laughs> Um, <laughs> I remember Madison Beer's plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. The fact that people as young as 11 will go on Instagram and comment something like, oh, I want to look like her. But they don't realise that like a lot of the people that they're looking up to aren't naturally like that. Like They go and they have their $100 facials and then they go to their plastic surgeons. And obviously some of them are naturally beautiful. like they do look like that. But it's just not realistic at all, especially for such young girls. Mm. This is a good time for us, for me to um, mention something I mentioned in episode two. I don't know why episode two is so linked to confidence, probably because that's a whole episode about social media. Um, but in that episode, we referenced something. Oh, in episode three as well. Episode two being alternate, altered realities. Episode three, someone shouts fire. We're talking about someone who I think is absolutely amazing, Jamila Jamil. Um, a because i spent the entire of our first episode literally talking about the good place but um (laughs) honestly that was the entire like i love it we spent ages talking about that show but she did two things that i think she's amazing for first thing actually three things first thing being an amazing human being second thing she um got a petition signed and went to social media um platforms like instagram and was like right um, for anybody under the age of 18, you're going to have to take ads for cosmetic um, surgery or plastic surgery or Botox or anything like that. You should stop advertising that to young children. And as a result of that, Instagram took down those ads. So unless it's being done illegally, you know, they, they're working on removing ads of cosmetic surgery off of anybody under the age of 18. Because I think this, uh, this is one thing that I also think is really important, especially as, so this is one thing that, this is just my personal idea on this. One thing that I hate 
feeling like just as a human being whether or not this is like talent or um intelligence or work ethic or whatever and i think lots of young people as well suffer from this is idea of feeling like you're not like enough or you're inadequate for a situation and especially something like so um, cosmetic surgery being advertised to children like literally at the age of 11 really enforces that because then you'll have people who have a very low self-esteem because all these ads and all these people around them and all these screens and all of these you know youtube clips will start to movies will say get cosmetic surgery or want to fix your nose and all of that so you have children growing up feeling like they're not enough so like i said 82 percent of young people feel like looks are confidence comes from looks and that's linked to your success so 72 percent of people feel like confidence comes from being naturally clever uh, oh, no. i no. Again, th- this is from this is only from one source, so that isn't like. Oh right, uh, okay. But again, seventy-two percent in any number, no matter how inaccurate that is, that that's a huge. That's nearly three quarters. That's three and four people. I feel actually. I feel like I kind of agree with that. Really? Because, yeah, I feel like it's more. It's more like the smarter people who are more like confident with themselves and they know what they're saying and they they know what they want i guess and then i don't know i I think it like depends on the situation because obviously if you're in a classroom and you don't understand anything you're not going to want to exactly yeah that is true but if you're say like you're playing football or something like that you don't Mm -hmm. have to be like for example academically you're smart. in your like, zone you don't to be a... like i guess it just depends on the situation like, but see i don't want to disagree here but okay this might be a conflicting opinion but like but i think that's the same for everything like you couldn't take someone like me a musician or someone who sings or someone who acts or whatever and put someone like me in like a basketball court um and expect us to be confident like of course yeah. not like we're gonna get i'm gonna get hit like no the same way you can pick someone who's obviously there are exceptions to the rule like you have people who are just practically perfect but you you'll also find people who like are really really talented amazing dancers and you couldn't put them behind a piano or you can't take someone who is like really 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 good at fashion or design or art and expect them to do well in a maths paper like i feel like everybody has their strengths their weaknesses and their weaknesses yeah. Yeah. and i feel like nat okay this is going to be awful but i feel like naturally people have that's my issue with the statistics saying 70 percent of people feel like cleverness is attributes confidence because of course you'll have that but you know everyone has their talents and i feel like my confidence that I would have in, for instance, writing music is very different to my confidence in standing in a football field. Like, yeah, those are very two different levels of confidence because, you know, you have security in one. I feel like being fully confident, you need to, you need to be true to yourself and like push yourself. Mm. And because when I've like, I don't really find an area that okay this is gonna sound really cocky but go on, go i don't on. really find an area where i struggle like too much like i know that i struggle in uh, like subjects like some subjects obviously but i'm always i think <laughs> i think that confident like the confidence comes in when i'm like trying to push myself mm. and yeah yeah i 
I'm never gonna I'm never gonna like turn something down and I always like wanna be better, I guess. Mm-hmm. So no matter how bad I am at something, I'm always gonna try. <laughs> that is and I'm true. always gonna like visualize visualize where I want to be in this like situation. Mm. And I think that's like where the confidence build like yeah, builds in me to be honest. Yeah, and that's kind of like with me because obviously, okay, I'm not the best at maths. <laughs> I, I'm just not that You're good. You're nine maths, and so that's I'm what doing, it is. Definitely. Oh, that's what got me me now. So, it's not the place for me. Because um, now every day, obviously, we've got GCSEs and it's getting really important. I'm doing maths to like try and make myself better. And I have a habit of asking my brother because he helps me and I have a really bad habit I always ask him if I'm doing stuff right every two Mm. seconds and it's kind of that confidence thing it's like it's almost that I'm afraid of being wrong and it's it will be something so simple and I'll be like okay but wait is that right like I just it's the kind of reassurance afraid to get like I need that yeah exactly I need the reassurance to carry on because I just get so scared that I'll get it wrong and I think that's the same thing with a lot of people in school especially because I don't know if it's just our year group probably all year groups but if you put your hand up in maths and then you get the answer like dramatically wrong there's always going to be that one person in the back of the classroom that's like kind of just yeah our maths table in your line that That was the perfect setting for that yeah but that was fine because we were all friends but when it's someone that's like you know you aren't really friends with them and then they go and laugh it kind of completely knocks your confidence and you just never mm. want to put your hand up again yeah I, I know exactly what you mean like it's yeah I feel like um, it's like your ego just sinks as well definitely and I feel like you need to more like live to your own standards than other people's Mm. Because if we're always if we're always like watching what other people are doing, watching how other people see us, that's I think that's where my confidence also comes because I'm I don't really care that much about what people think about me. I I do what I do and I get on with my life, I guess. Because mm. there's always gonna be there's always gonna be someone ready to say something, someone ready to like push you or break you or something like that. So I'm always alert and ready for 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 them situations and I just I don't know just really quickly say I've been public speaking for and debating for no public speaking for four debating for coming up to five um probably obviously not as properly because of um corona but um something that I remember the first time I ever public like spoke with my coach and I ever met her um, it wasn't planned. It was literally like I was freaking out. I was shaking. It was a room full of year tens. I was in year seven yeah. at the time. You were I there. I remember I was with you. Yeah. yeah. And she just went talk, and I immediately I, I remember I t- I turned and I was like, what? She said, no, 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 start talking. And it was it was the, it was the weirdest thing. I, like I was freaking out. Um, and I spoke. Um, and there have been so many instances where like she just put me on the spot to deliver a speech or like. I wouldn't have practiced or trained or anything. She'll just say, yeah, Ivan, I'll need you period four. Come, period five, can you do this? Da, 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 da. I'll need a new draft tomorrow. Da, 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 da. So lots, I didn't, like, I was one of those people who I started stuff probably speaking like a nervous wreck and people can't tell um, because I've just learned how to cope with that. 
Um, however, like lots and lots of the most like through Dallas, you know, I've met and I've seen so many people who are so, so talented and are so, so confident. Like it got to a stage where, you know, we were doing the scholarship sessions and there were people who like were there and they started talking and I was like, these people are so like, so good. But two minutes ago, I was speaking to them and like they were freaking out. Um, and lots of the time, I've, one thing that I've learned from her is that if you want to do better in something, just kind of throw yourself into it. Yeah, definitely. Because the only way I'd still be doing, like, what, th- four years later, I'm still speaking and I'm still working. The only reason that happened was because, and the only reason I've, in, like, gotten better at it is because I was thrown into a situation. And a lot of confidence just comes with courage. Because there are times where, and I kid you not, there are times where you listen to so many celebrities talk about this, where there are times where they had so many great life opportunities that they haven't planned for, but they just threw themselves in there. Yeah. You know? And that's how you, that's for me, one of the best things that you can do to become more confident. Like people are asking this all the time. It's literally just throwing yourself into things. Definitely. And being, no, no, go. Yeah, and I think you, sorry to interrupt <laughs> yeah. you, but. <laughs> You see how if you're about to go on stage for your speech or whatever and if, if you're standing on the side for too long you immediately start oh. thinking everything you start trying to a speech in your head it's the same with like dances or whatever you're doing you start going through the steps in your head and if you're on that sideline for too long you just build up so much like yeah but <laughs> you just build up so much but then when you actually get out there it's almost a relief that you don't have to have that build up again and like especially for even for football going like walking towards a football match and like you know obviously you're a bit anxious but then as soon the as you adrenaline yeah about all of that and you forget about all the people watching and you just do what mm. you came there to do yeah for yeah. sure because like literally like you were saying standing on the sidelines because one thing <laughs> one thing that i've like learned about myself as well um and that's one thing that i always like think that people should do as well with confidence as well track the things that will trigger you to start feeling anxious i think that's always a great start so if if it's yeah. you know always waiting then try because i remember when we were doing legally blonde one of the reasons why i was freaking out was because in my mind a song like oh my god you guys on sheet music yeah. should take like five minutes waiting literally felt like an eternity i was like can you just stop singing can we just get it over and done with yeah. but you know after after you know, you know i feel like lots of the time the the reason that most of the issues with confidence come from you know that weight like tess was saying standing on the sidelines but like it's it's moments from like whether i'm acting or singing or talking once you're once like i'm on stage i'm probably like the most happiest I've ever been in a long time. Yeah. That feeling of okay, everyone in that room is watching you to sing or act or whatever or dance or play football or everything. That rush is so 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 good. But the the weight um, can is is like the weight. Oh, sorry, not weight. The the apprehension that comes with it is one of those things that like is so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, going back to something Tess said, um, okay, so this is a huge, I literally have two pages on this, talking about um, mm-hmm. one of the reasons why people have issues with confidence is the fear of failure, also known as I'm going to mess this up, 
Atichophobia. Wow, there we go. Atichophobia. Yes, fear of failure. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I've been I've messed that up all of yesterday. I was just walking around my room. I was like, how do you say that? But um, that's one of the reasons why lots of people have issues with confidence as well. Is this fail of? Is this fear of failure? Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. To be honest, I think that's a huge thing, especially in secondary schools. Like as I said in classrooms, just putting your hand up, getting it wrong. And people just kind of, you know, giving you that look or giving other people in the room that look like she's stupid just makes you never, mm. ever want to talk in class again. Yeah. Yes. This reminds me of, um, I think this is last week's episode, episode nine, Speak Up. I'd say, guys, at home again, check it out if you haven't. We were talking about um, this idea. And a huge reason why this is like very relevant now is this idea that young people are under so much pressure nowadays. Um, and whether that's parents or teachers, like for us especially, like GCSEs and A-levels, like I had to write um, a paper for an essay for English. And one of the, and in my research for English, one of the things that happened was there was a boy who like literally wet himself in the exam room because, oh. because of um, this fair. idea of fear of failure. Yeah. Like this is probably an exam where obviously they'd have prepared for it for like two years and all of that. But going into that knowing that there's a chance that I can fail, what are people going to think, da 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 can really, really like set you up to fail even before you even started. Yeah. Um, and another thing about that as well is that um going back to study of failure favorite ah, fear of failure, I wanna come back to that. But um, this idea of also anxiety, um, and the, lots of the things that lots of the things that people and I've spoken to, and I've have friends who you know battle with anxiety and all of that. Um, and something that I've also realized is that sometimes, see, there's there's okay, and this is where I feel like people should be careful with the words they use. There's oh, I'm worried I'm going to yeah. do badly, and then there's having something like clinical anxiety or clinical yeah. atrophobia, yeah. um, because you know lots of the time our individual confidence journey would be very different from someone who suffers from clinical anxiety yeah yeah a lot of people confuse just normal anxiousness with kind of things like being diagnosed Mm -hmm. with anxiety like they'll get nervous maybe before something like singing but then a lot of people get the same thing (sighs) we have a really bad mental health culture um, especially with yeah. things like anxiety because like you can't walk up to someone who's like having a panic attack or suffering from clinical anxiety and be like yeah just try it like you obviously not like that's not the way to go about it because mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. it's very different for someone who someone who like actually is battling with clinical anxiety because those are very very two different approaches and anyway it, like sometimes you might not even know but at the end of the day it's not your business <laughs> unless they tell you and that also means. lots of it is just being i think nice because you know if you have a friend who suffers from confidence issues whether or not they have clinical anxiety or they're just scared i think the best thing you could do is just not be a pain in the backside about it yeah yeah there you go because i think <laughs> lot of know how to uh, a lot of people mm. don't know how to handle it like when it comes like family and friends and stuff and so they'll just say stuff like oh like don't cry like just like yeah just breathe like, like lots of the times is- like i hate when people say things like that i'm like you know i don't think these people would be having a panic attack if out of choice 
you know <laughs> i don't think they yeah. don't want to do that i think most of the time they do I, like no one chooses to have anxiety or chooses to have a panic attack or you know to start having issues with yeah. sleep like you don't sign up for these things and i think that's something people need to understand yeah and i like i've had a panic i've had like a couple panic attacks in my time where ooh, i've only been on earth for like 14 years but um, <laughs> 14 <laughs> years yeah 14 know, years <laughs> 14 years <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and I think how'd you get like, into your turn, Jamie? Fourteen years. I know, I'm, I know, it's 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 been hard. But anyways, um, <laughs> like I feel like the whole I'm not gonna say like quite a lot of people have experienced my my crazy emotions and my crazy panic attacks, and they come out of nowhere sometimes. Like mm. sometimes I just start crying and I can't stop. And it's like you find it so hard to breathe and people always like they're like trying to hug me and they're trying to like say don't cry don't cry and i'm i'm trying my hardest not to but it just once you get to like the the edge i guess there's like it takes a long time to build yourself back up to get like to the place that you were before mm-hmm. and i don't know it just feels like you're suffocating in a way and it's horrible it's like the most horrible feeling ever and i know that people like with confidence especially when um people like abuse someone's confidence it could really like have an effect on their anxiety and their just everything i guess i know i sound like a broken record when i say this and i say this at the end of every episode but the only way like you'll know what someone wants or how to deal with anxiety if you don't know about something or you want to educate yourself i say this at the end of every episode and yet still i always have to repeat it in every conversation i have literally just talk to people like that's the only way you're going to know about something like there have been so many times where i literally like i i want there are times where i've wanted to find an episode about something but i wasn't sure so i'd ring up a friend and i'll be like hey i'm gonna say this in an episode is this okay I think one of the best things that people can do is just have like real life conversations so that if something goes wrong or something happens or you're in a situation like that, you know how that individual person would want to be treated. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like once at a time people are scared of what, not scared of like mental health issues like um, anxiety, but I think people are scared of what they don't know a lot about. And I think that reflects yeah. really poorly on like our education Everyone's system. Everyone's scared of the unknown, exactly. Because mm. like our education system, like mental health, especially even in like society, mental health is something that's very like hush hush, you know? Like unless it's the center of conversation, we don't bring it up. And I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. People are like ashamed of it because of it, so it's like they don't want to talk about it so then they just keep it bottled up and then it just and there's no need because like because like there's no need because like one in six people in the uk will suffer from anxiety at some point in their lifetime so it's fairly common um so i want to go back to something we said earlier so fair ah god i can't say this properly fair fair fear of failure also known as a tetraphobia um, is something that is something that I think that also needs to be discussed because, like, it manifests itself in um, physical and emotional symptoms. Sympt- symptoms 
Um, so people experience it in all kinds of different ways. And I feel like, first of all, why do you think that fear? Jesus Christ. Why do you think that fear of failure <laughs> is such a big issue for lots of young people? Um, I have a moment to think about that. Um, I can't think. Why fear of failure, especially. Um. Uh. Well, okay, sorry. Um, I think when you when you see someone doing well, obviously it might not be jealousy, but it might be that you just want to do that well. But then, if it's something that you physically just cannot do, like for example if it's uh, a trick or something that you just or a note in singing that you just cannot hit like it's not possible and you see other people doing it it kind of just makes you feel like okay like what's the point of me even doing this anymore if i can't do it as well as them i think it's just constantly comparing ourselves to other people is love that for you (laughs) is what 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 i say constantly comparing ourselves Mm. to other people is a key problem yeah if you're not failing like that is like it's natural failing is a natural process like that people need to go through and if you're not failing there's something you're not doing something right like but it also goes to like speak about how like we especially in society we 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 don't create a safe setting where failure is enough is is like not Mm -hmm, is enough failure is like accepted like like we fail all the time but like we don't talk about it and we don't like normalize it enough um and i feel like especially like for instance there's statistic here that um like confidence is lowest among 17 year olds and i'm just there like well of course because at 17 people would have finished their gcse's people would be entering into six forms like at 17 you can join the army you know you're getting ready to have a voice yeah. inside like at 17 this is the young this is like the ne- this you're about to become the next generation of adults and that's when people are feeling the least confident that that says a lot i saw i saw a quote about that a couple of days ago i'm not gonna lie like <laughs> the prime year where everything's changing and you don't you don't know where you like stand and stuff like that and yeah and obviously GCSEs like they're literally a bunch of numbers on a piece of paper but if your friend gets higher than you in something like part of you wants to be happy for them but then part of you is like mm. I wish I could have been that person like- I feel like asking for help especially with like confidence as well to be for you to get better at something or for you to improve is never a bad thing yeah. like even though sometimes the people around you might like be annoying about it it's never a bad thing um and just like because i'm conscious of time but um for just a couple last things to say um this idea of confidence as well is that sometimes being confident doesn't mean you're the loudest person in the room yeah there are times where like some of some of some of my friends and some of the people that i admire so much are people who are confident in their own skin i can sit in the room be quiet be confident have like egos like comfortable egos not say a word and then as soon as they open their mouth and say one word the entire room is like whoa those are the people who i think are great like being confident doesn't 
mean you have to be the loudest person in the room all the time because sometimes there's a misconception that stereotypically if someone is very loud that means they're very confident not really sometimes people can talk because that's a coping mechanism for whatever else is going on in their lives yeah um there's there's a quote that i would like to read and it says um off the internet is not yes off the internet actually <laughs> confidence is not walking into a room with your nose in the air and thinking that you're better than everyone else is walking into a room and not having to compare yourself to anyone else in the first place mm. yeah i feel like confidence comes from comparison like mm-hmm. it blooms and we shouldn't have that comparison and in my opinion I know that not everyone's um, not everyone's um, like religious oh. but I believe that God God made everyone a certain way and they made that like they made everyone perfect and I know it's like a cliche like you're perfect in your own way but you really are and I feel like people who are um, struggling with their confident abilities like they 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 shouldn't be like I know you can't just say don't don't like lack confidence but I I just feel I, I don't know yeah conversation so um one thing that I want to talk about like wrap up final closing comments final closing questions for anyone who's um dealing with their confidence or dealing with or is on this journey of discovering how confident they are or dealing with like <coughs> so oh god what is that um <laughs> and settling on um like how to boost their confidence or how to become a more confident person and how to have yeah. more self-esteem each of you what's like one thing you'd want to tell them um i think i really like touched on it but um... You're gonna crop this part out, okay? Again, because I just came to a block. Um, I think I already touched on it before, but I believe that um, confidence is knowing yourself and being true to yourself and understanding yourself in like even the smallest ways mm. and knowing that confidence doesn't come from comparison; it comes from like, like your self belief and your self love. That's where it comes from. I believe so. Um, just love yourself and you'll find confidence in that. Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's pretty similar, but what I was going to say is to just stop comparing ourselves to others because at the end of the day, you're only yourself and you're never going to be anyone else. As much as you would like to look or have the abilities or act like someone else, it's not going to happen. So you just have to yeah. think about yourself and you just mm-hmm. have to and then hopefully if that's not enough for people then you need to go elsewhere mm-hmm. mm. um yeah so guys um okay i'm about to wrap up thank you guys so 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 much for joining us on um this week's episode wow it's been great um i can't wait for you guys to hear this um as always this has been the being alive podcast thank you so so much for joining us on today's episode um remember again if you haven't check us out on instagram the underscore being underscore alive underscore podcast um and remember that you can stream this on spotify itunes and anchor um please give us a follow please follow the podcast on spotify and leave us a rating on itunes if you haven't already um 
Um, and yeah, thank you guys so, so much. Honestly, this has been such a great episode. And at the end of every episode, we always say, try to have some form of conversation. I know I literally just repeated myself earlier, but like I say at every episode, because it's so important, the best way you can grow, develop as a person, make smarter decisions, make sure that you're not being offensive and just becoming a better person, especially with everything that's going on politically and socially right now, is by having conversation and by making sure that you're always saying the right things and you're not offending anybody and you're just growing and learning because that's like very topical now. Um, and as usual, guys, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much, Jamie and Tess. Honestly, guys, this has been a great episode. I can't wait for it to be out. Um, and hopefully see you again for another episode of the Being Alive podcast um, next week. Thank you guys so, so much. Bye. 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 Okay.